Hi, and welcome back to The Composer's Life. I'm Nadia, your host. I have a degree in film scoring from Berklee College of Music, and I am just starting on my career in composing and film scoring. Um, This podcast is all things composition, so it's about composers, day-to-day life, what we do, different things that are incorporated in, you know, what that looks like, Um, resources, advice, and eventually interviews. So, Please follow so that you can get notified when new episodes are posted and rate it if you are able to on your app that you're listening. I try to post once a week. I haven't been posting the last couple of weeks because I've actually been on vacation. Sorry about that. Um, There are two other episodes, though, that did come out that I didn't post about on my Instagram page. So if you missed those, make sure to check them out. One of them is how to transcribe music by ear which is really good practice if you're a composer just to help you start hearing things and instruments and stuff like that. So I basically just go through the process of how to do that and I do it with you um, using a piece that I've already transcribed in the past. So if that sounds interesting to you, just make sure to check it out. There's another episode that I've completely forgotten. (laughs) But yeah, there's two episodes up that I didn't post about on social media. So make sure to check those out as well. Um, so to update, I am officially graduated, which is so exciting. And like I said, I've been on vacation. I've just completely taken a break from music and visited with family and everything. And honestly, it's been so nice to come back. And I just feel like my creative palette is just clean and fresh and new. Um, sometimes when I get to the end of what feels like a semester or period of time, I feel like I'm just repeating the same creative ideas over and over again. So it's been really nice to take a break and come back and just have some new and fresh ideas. So definitely take a break sometimes. It is needed for everyone, no matter what you're doing. So um, that's my update. Today, we're going to be talking about how to start composing. Um, This is going, I'm going to try and make this so that if you're already a composer, maybe it will help you get some new ideas the way I compose. I don't know. I just want to share my process with you. And if you're new to composing, maybe it could give you some ideas on how to start. On a previous episode, I talked about what you need to be a successful composer. So some skills that I thought were necessary. So some of those will come into play today. As well as in another episode, um, which was the process of composing, I talked about some other steps. So I will be following those steps if you want to go back so you can understand a little more of like my exact process and things. Today, I'm literally just going to be composing with you basically and show you what I do in real time. I have to admit that I'm not very fluent in music theory language. So just meaning like, oh, I'm playing a G minor 7 chord or I'm playing the 5-7 of 2. I don't know. I I just – that's not how I think when I'm composing. So I'm really sorry if you are looking for that language or wanting to know exactly what I'm playing. I, I, I'm not going to be doing that today, but I am just going to be – literally composing on a keyboard in real time. The first thing I have to do is pick what kind of composition I want to do, what kind of composing I want to do. Um, Like I said in one of my other podcasts, something really helpful to begin composing is knowing how to play an instrument because it gives you a base of creativity so that 
when you have an idea in your head, you can just sit down and play it. So maybe if you're not new to composing, something you could do is learn a new instrument and that might bring some new ideas for you, which is some advice that I would like to follow as well. Um, I actually have a friend I recently talked to, and she said every time she goes on vacation, she tries to buy a new musical instrument. So when she comes home, she has an odd collection of things. So that sounded really cool. Um, There's a way you could do it. It doesn't have to be something completely huge like a brand new cello I mean you could go to a garage sale and try and find something you know anyways so yeah learning how to play an instrument is super helpful for composing so today I'll be using a keyboard and I apologize because my microphone is my phone for the keyboard and it's not the best quality so it's not going to be top notch and I apologize for that But at least you'll be hearing something and you have to use what you have, right? (laughs) You have to start somewhere. I wanted to compose something based off of an image today. So I picked a piece of artwork um, that I really love. And I just picked it right before I started recording this so that I didn't have any preconceived ideas or whatever. Um, So I picked a painting by Claude Monet. And it's part of his collection of the garden paintings, which are basically a bunch of ponds and lily pads and flowers and bridges and all of these garden images. So I'm going to have the image in the artwork for this episode. So if you want to look at it and you're able to, you're welcome to do that. And if not, I'll try to describe it to you. So Monet was an impressionist painter and there's just so much texture and color in his painting and I just really love it. When I'm going to choose something to compose um, around an image or artwork or whatever that might be, I like to really look at it and try and come up with the emotion or story in my head. And usually I do this while I'm actually on the piano improvising or coming up with things, but I kind of wanted to go through the actual process with you, like what was going through my head so that you can understand what I like to do. Um, So basically, like I said, this painting is part of a garden collection. And what I'm looking at right now is basically a small section of a pond, and it has some white lily pads on it and some really pretty orange bright flowers. And you can see the reflection of what I assume to be like grass in the garden in the water. So it almost looks like the lily pads are sitting on grass because there's just so much color reflecting off of the water. And there's nothing that's super defined, like not super defined lines or anything, except for maybe the white strokes for the lily pads. But other than that, it's just a lot of different patterns and strokes. And Um, something that I observe is the lily pads are sitting on top and it feels like the reflections are just kind of like dragging you down into the water. So that's kind of what's going through my head. The really bright colors are sitting on top and the dark colors are sitting underneath, you know, where the water would be. So that's kind of what I see when I look at this image. Um, so now that that has been established, I've looked at the painting and kind of seen, I would say emotional, emotionally wise that when I'm playing for the lily pads and the flowers, it's probably going to have a different sound and feeling to when I'm playing the reflection of all the grass and the green and going into the water going deeper. So that sound is probably going to change for me. 
And then looking at all the brush strokes and how all of these like individual colors and and sections look to me will probably have a few patterns in the music for me. And then on top of that, all you have color. And I know some people actually see colors when they listen to music. I don't know if I'm one of those people, but it does inspire me (laughs) with sound. So I have all of this in my head. And the next thing I'm going to do is just have the image by a piano. And I'm just going to try and come up with maybe a melody or a motif or something that I feel represents this artwork and just kind of go from there. So let's get to that now. than I was expecting it to. But um, basically, um, I'll play these sections as I go again so you can hear it. So I was kind of trying to start with something that I felt was very like trickly, watery, but happy and vibrant sounding. So that's kind of where I started with this first section. 
And a lot of the time I have a specific note in my head, so I don't have perfect pitch and I kind of have to play the keys to figure out what note I'm thinking of to start on. Um, So that's the note I heard and that's kind of why I started it specifically there. And I, if you heard, I started kind of high up. Because I was, for some reason, I was like, oh, yeah, it'll be high up. But then I was like, no, it actually feels like it needs to be a little more grounded. So I kind of made my way down the keyboard. Um, After that, and I started playing that first pattern, I was like, oh, some left hand with this would sound nice. Because there are a lot of colors and a lot of textures going on at the same time. So I kind of felt like that would be appropriate to make it sound that way. Um, So that's kind of where I started. And then I just like to kind of play with different notes, go up and down with it. And I think I could have gone a little further in exploring different ways to do it. If you noticed the bottom notes that I play in my left hand, they just kind of go down step by step and then go up step by step. Maybe I could have gone a little further out. So let's try something where we go a little deeper into that section and try to change it up a bit. As you can hear, I kind of changed things up a bit. If I were going to spend like an hour doing this, I don't think I would stick with that sequence. But, you know, I just try to change things up a bit maybe after I have an idea to make it sound more, I don't know, what I want it to sound like, I guess. (laughs) Just kind of go deeper into things. So after that section, I kept playing with it and... Something that I really like about this picture, again, is under the lily pads, the green and the blues just kind of drag you down into the water. So I did that kind of arpeggio scale-ish thing going up and down the piano because I kind of felt like that was a good musical representation of that. And then I just wanted the – I envisioned this piece slowly moving down to the lower register of the piano so we can get into like the depths of the water and the blues and greens kind of going about. So um, I would – I guess I'll do that now too. So I'm going to work on that part a little bit more as well. And then kind of just see, you know, what else comes up from it.
So again, if I were spending an hour on this, I would try to kind of perfect some scales and arpeggios and maybe try and mix up that those bass notes a bit more. So um, that's kind of just going back in and refining what do I want this to actually sound like exactly. So um, yeah, so th that was like a really rough draft of me starting to compose a piece of music. <laughs> Obviously, it's going to depend on your level, on the instrument you're choosing, on why you're composing. If you are if you're doing an organic composition where you're just sitting down and doing whatever you want or if you're doing something purposeful, which maybe is for a project or something specific, I would say that was somewhere between the two because I was composing just for my own pleasure, but I wanted to have a source of specific inspiration using that painting. So um, that's kind of how I start composing a piece of music specifically on the piano for this one <laughs> and then obviously it's gonna differ when I do an actual film scoring project I use I pick my instruments and think about instrumentation more and then might go about um, composing and kind of like I did with the picture I'll go through and see what the story is what the emotions are the notes from the director and figure out where to start from there so it, it just depends on the day and how I feel in the project. But hopefully this kind of gave you some ideas. Um, it doesn't have to be complicated or you don't need to feel like your composition needs to sound so advanced because really there are some super simple pieces of music that are the most famous. I don't know if you've heard of Christophori's Dream, for example. I'll play it here. It's such a simple piece of music, but it's so beautiful and so recognizable. So don't feel like there are these certain standards you have to have on your music if you want to compose or improvise. Just go for it and try your best. And again, it's like a muscle. The more you practice, the more you use it, the more you'll get better and be creative with it. So um, that's all I have for you today. I hope it was helpful and I hope that you will continue listening if this is helpful. Um, you're welcome to email me with questions, suggestions, or anything else. My email is in the description for the podcast. So it's on the main, you know, this podcast is about blah, blah, blah. Um, you're welcome to email me and, you know, write with any concerns or anything you might have. Um, and thank you again for listening. I hope you have a great week.